2: So, Mango, I was reading this story the other day, and it was about how different companies are finding ways to give to charity. And one that really struck me was about Toyota, and they made the decision a while back to donate their efficiency expertise to New York charities instead of money. Now, how do you feel about that? (laughs) Instead of money? I mean, that, that kind of sounds like a scam to me. Well, I had the same thought at first, and I mean, it kind of seemed like a sneaky way of getting out of donating. I mean, I know we both heard about how the Toyota philosophy involves this constant improvement to efficiency, but this sounded a little suspect to me. But then I looked into it, and it's actually kind of incredible. So they changed the setup at the Harlem Soup Kitchen and changed the wait time from 90 minutes to 18 minutes. At a Houston food bank, they changed the layout, and it used to take eight volunteers an hour to sort 500 pounds of frozen foods, which really doesn't sound that bad, but now they pack 4,200 pounds an hour, and this is with three fewer volunteers. It's actually all pretty incredible. But with such an unusual approach to charity, it got me wondering, you know, what are some of the more unique nonprofits out there, and what are some of the more bizarre ways to help? And that's what we're covering in today's bonus episode. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Mangesh Hot-Ticketer. And sitting behind the soundproof glass and apparently admiring his stamp collection, that's our friend and producer (laughs) Tristan McNeil. And of course, we've got our PTG all-star Gabe Lusier on the line as well. Hey there, Gabe.
0: Hey, guys. How's it going?
2: Always good to have you on. All right, so I'm going to kick this one off. You know, one of the charities that's been in the news of in recent years is, is called Community Voicemail, and it may sound kind of unnecessary, but actually provides this incredible service.
1: You know, I, I haven't heard about that. Could you tell me a little
2: more? All right. Well, it provides this voice messaging service for the poor and homeless in the U.S., and it's especially helpful for people looking for jobs, you know, because applicants don't want to have to give the number to a homeless shelter as their primary phone number. So it reduces the stigma, and it's actually been pretty effective. CVM serves more than 40,000 people a year, and it's received funding from places like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. But, you know, I I know we've all found a bunch of nonprofits that we thought were quirky or fun or just plain unusual. So, Mango, why don't you give us one you liked?
1: Yeah, so I I can do that. Well, this is kind of a similar one that's feel-good and also involves a phone. It's called forget-me-not, and it's really just a program devoted to making friendly phone calls to seniors who are lonely or depressed or want to chat. The organization was founded by a 17-year-old named Annika Kumar from San Jose, and she realized while volunteering how meaningful a friendly voice in a conversation could be to residents in assisted living facilities. It's manned entirely by volunteer high school students, but I really love the simplicity of it and what a reminder it is of how little effort it takes to do good. Oh, I like that. All right, uh, Gabe. Gabe, what do you have?
0: So my first pick is uh, the Secret Stock Society, and I like this one partially because having the word "secret" in the title just makes you know everything seem cooler. But this uh, <laughs> one's uh, like a simple idea. Too. It's it's a nonprofit out of New Hampshire, and it provides warm ski socks to kids so that everyone, regardless of income, can you know participate in winter sports and activities. So, of course, one of the secrets of the Secret Sock Society and You know, maybe they don't want me telling you this, but uh, they actually provide more than just socks. They also provide snow boots and outerwear, all kind of winter gear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really fun! And you know, actually, I was going to do the animal category next since we're all animal lovers here. But since you brought up a nonprofit with such a great name, why don't we do the nonprofit with the best title we
1: found? So, Mango, you want to take a stab first? Yeah. So. Obviously, there's so many good names for nonprofits, but my favorite is uh, Knitted Knockers. It's this funny title, but it actually describes the uh, nonprofit perfectly. They provide knitted prosthetics for women who've had mastectomies, and it's especially helpful when women are still sore from their surgeries. They've given away over 8,000 knitted knockers or crocheted knockers to women across America, and the demand's actually so high that they're looking for more knitters to help out. Oh, which is awesome. All right. So my contribution to this make me
2: laugh, but actually do good category is called the Goliad fruit salad shoot. And the money raised by the nonprofit event goes to the Make a Wish Foundation, which is obviously a terrific organization, but it sounds so fun. So people gather at a ranch and they compete to shoot fruit. And I think it's mostly watermelon at a range of 200 to 600 yards. Can you imagine <laughs> that? You know, and, and, and while the event only started last year, it raised over $80,000. It's pretty incredible.
1: It's amazing that you can shoot fruit for charity. But, uh, from the <laughs> pictures I saw online, it was mostly fruit that was on this still target, but I, I would love to see like a clay pigeon style thing with like cantaloupes and jackfruit where people are just shooting big melons out of the air. I know
2: it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Well, we'll have to check back to see how the event evolves. All right, Gabe. So what do you have for this category?
0: Okay. This was a tough call for me because I was going to say the association for dressings and sauces because, you know, <laughs> who doesn't love sauces? But. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the Intergalactic Crew of Chewbacca, Incorporated. Um, and as you might know, most Mardi Gras crews are officially non but this one is particularly fun because the goal from its mission statement is to, quote, bring the magical revelry of Mardi Gras to the poor, disenfranchised, socially awkward, and generally weird <laughs> masses who may never have had the opportunity to participate in a Mardi Gras parade organization. And uh, they also have this wonderful goal of making the Chewbacca's Parade the only Leave No Trace Parade, which means they strategically give away their items so that there's no litter after the event. And if you hadn't guessed, the costumes and the number of lightsabers in attendance, it's something to see. It's, it's <laughs> a sight.
2: I mean, and it's called the Intergalactic Crew of Chewbacca's. That is so great. All right. Well, for our final category, we're going to go with the uh, animal named nonprofit. So, Mango, what do you have?
1: So I almost use this as my funniest name one. This is an organization dedicated to rescue and rehabilitate donkeys and mules in need. It's called the Save Your Ass Long Ear Rescue. And uh <laughs> I don't really think of donkeys needing to be rescued. I, I, I mean, you know, aside from Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, but it's kind of a nice reminder that they could use some love as well. And they operate out of New Hampshire.
0: That's pretty
2: great.
1: All right, Gabe, what do you have?
0: Uh, so I'm going to go with the Critter Connection, which is uh, a guinea pig outreach and shelter that operates out of Durham, Connecticut. And uh, since 2004, they've saved about 1,500 guinea pigs that have been abandoned due to unemployment, allergies, or just kids who aren't ready yet to have uh, pet responsibilities. And the organization is addressing a need because most bigger shelters are unequipped to take care of smaller animals like these. And my favorite part about it is that they also educate people on guinea pig care and terminology. So in case anybody's wondering when guinea pigs, you know, jump up into the air with their heads thrown back because they're really excited, that's called popcorning.
2: (laughs) I think you get a bonus point just for that turn. That's pretty great. I'm popcorning right now. That's good. That's good. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to take a page out of Mango's book here and not exactly follow the rules, but my entry for best animal name nonprofit is called Screaming Chickens 42.
1: (laughs) So I don't understand that that helps out. Uh, chickens, Uh, what, what do they do?
2: Well, I have no idea why it's called Screaming Chickens 42, but it's a, it's a nonprofit after school club in San Antonio and. They do engineering outreach, they teach web design and computer programming to kids, so all important things. And apparently it started out as a 4-H club. But the robotics projects they do are so cool. And also they sell these geeky chicken hats, which are just big chickens in glasses that sit on top of your head on their site. <laughs> so, you know, it's pretty cool, too. And I, I'm pretty sure I, that Anna Winter has three or four of these sitting around for special occasions, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, the, nobody fact-checked that, so... Um, <laughs> I, I know we've got to cut this short. We we didn't even get to talk about the Naked Clown Calendar or the Tall Clubs International Foundation, but we've got to pick a winner, and I think Gabe's got it this week.
2: I mean, I th- I think you're right on this one. Between Chewbacca and Guinea Pigs and Secret Socks and teaching us about popcorning, <laughs> I, th- I think it's pretty clear here. So, Gabe, you're going to take the trophy. Congratulations!
0: All right. That's two for me now. Thanks, guys. I'm going to have to uh, get a bigger imaginary trophy case, I guess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for today's bonus episode. Of course, while these are all fun and deserving charities, we know there's a lot of hurt going on in the world right now. And hopefully this episode gives you a reason to think about how and the many ways you can give back. But we'll be back tomorrow with a fresh part-time genius episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening. Part-Time Genius is a production of How Stuff Works and wouldn't be possible without several brilliant people who do the important things we couldn't even begin to understand.
1: Tristan McNeil does the editing thing.
2: Noel Brown made the theme song and does the mixy-mixy sound
1: thing. Jerry <laughs> Rowland does the exec producer thing.
2: Gabe Luzier is our lead researcher with support from the research army, including Austin Thompson, Nolan Brown, and Lucas Adams.
1: And Eves Jeffcoat gets the show to your ears. Good job, Eves!
2: If you like what you heard, we hope you'll subscribe, and if you really, really like what you've heard, maybe you could leave a good review for us.
1: Do we, do we forget Jason? Jason who? If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you
0: find your perfect home sweet home. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride with elbow Grease,